Podcast where we come together, drink some beer, and talk about all the nerdy things that we love. Uh, today is episode 13. Uh, yeah, lucky 13, Cameron, of the at Guy Girl Santa on Twitter if you're following. Uh, today we are going to be discussing uh, another superhero movie, the Marvel's uh, Black Panther. I'm your host, Matt Tapia. Uh, with me, uh, Nicole. Hi, everyone. Awesome. Uh, Santa. Hello. As always, very excited to be here. <laughs> you were so much more excited just a few minutes ago. You were like very passionate. You were talking about the box office thing. And then we get you on, 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 on tape and you're the pulling back. The lights got to keep us cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Cameron <laughs> is here. Salutations. Awesome. Uh, we're doing this a few days after we saw the movie. We had some scheduling snafus that happened. Cameron had to go to a wedding. How was your wedding, by the way? The Not wedding, your wedding, but yeah, the wedding you went to. The wedding I attended was lovely. It was in the Brooklyn Historical Society building. It was probably the classiest wedding I've ever been to. Really? The Many of the guests were from the Boston Ballet because the bride was a former professional ballerina. So, like, top top level social circles there that is it pretty fancy but. that's pretty fancy i'm, yeah. I'm glad that you how can you say no to that i'm classier, glad you're able go ahead classier than our wedding with the, with was, the lovely x-men themed speech yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean in terms of buildings it was on that level because the omar building is also like like a historical yeah. like really amazing building you know we do need to get like the transcript from charities uh, uh x-men yeah, we should post whatever that in some sort of like blog it was really good. This. I got uh, the I got the cue cards from it. There you yeah. Go. Okay. Cool. Well, next time maybe when we do the uh, the uh, Marvel recap, get ready for Infinity War. But Cameron, today's agenda is Black Panther. What did you think? Uh, I thought it was really good. Um, I think you know, it did not do it did not transcend past the good action movie. You know, it, it wasn't you know getting to a deeper level like the Christopher Nolan Batman's or anything like that. But I think that's the only thing you can say it didn't do, you know. As far as as far as these superhero movies go, like the goal now is to keep it interesting, keep new ideas coming. You know, don't make the same movie over and over again, which is hard because they're all superhero movies. So I think it achieved that, and it was really entertaining and good. You know. Yeah, uh, I I think it was a a you know a good unique one-off which marvel seems to do yeah. really well at mm-hmm. um throw a character that you've only seen a little bit in previous movies uh and just jump right into the action mm-hmm. maybe do a little bit of an exposition but 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 not too much because usually those tend to be boring and and slow going and it yeah it's 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 a delay of the point but um uh santa Thoughts? Uh, it, uh, some of their, their better movies in, in terms of the Marvel Cinematic Universe are ones that are not necessarily about the the bigger picture. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, I mean, there wasn't really much about, you know, the Infinity Stones. I mean, you knew there was one there, but it wasn't like part of that. They weren't part of the MCU. Black Panther, I mean, you, you know, there's no Infinity Gem there. and it, It's its own, its own story, its own entity. It's separate. It's almost a standalone movie. You know, you don't you don't think about it as as, as part of the the whole thing. 
Right. Uh, no, I mean, it, as far as, I mean, they've done sort of one-off movies and they'll, they'll throw in an, another, you know, Marvel superhero character just to sort of kind of help it along. There really wasn't one that I recall. I mean, they had some characters that we had seen in the past, and we'll get to that in a minute. But, but yeah, I, I don't recall anything about the Infinity Stone. I don't recall any any major superhero titles. There was a, a you know the the second in credit scene. You see uh, the Winter Soldier, right? But, yeah, but that's which, that that's about it. Yeah, which I you know I had I even had to think about when was the last yeah, time we saw him. Into that even, well, so. they actually kind of referenced him earlier because when she, when. Uh, his Shuri. Li- Shuri, his little sister, said another broken white boy to fix. Uh, the first yeah. broken white boy was I, it Bucky Barnes. Ah, boy, who was paying attention? Yeah. Which, it's kind of like uh, I mean, it gets it's, it's not really a continuity error because it's it's this movie it's separate from, but in in terms of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it kind of because like you don't know where this story takes place because you know it takes place. Right after Civil War or during Civil War, because of the the dad dying and him taking over the throne. Like, at what point does he leave uh, Wakanda to go fight at the airport? Right. (laughs) No, that is a good question. It's like like, very short period of time in which and he had the original non-kinetic discharge suit at the in the airport airport. fight. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like. Yeah. I mean, that that seems right. Right. This was. This had to have happened. Right well, after, well, well, that is a good question. <laughs> that that could be a continuity thing. Well, Surely they, they, they I mean, figured that out yet. He had a suit before he was officially crowned king, didn't he? Yeah, he, he had, had, yeah, a, yeah. Suit. He had a suit. So I mean, it was probably like, bef- like before the first scene in the movie where they're like doing that jungle raid or something. It's probably like before that. You know, he just sort of flies to the airport, does this one-off thing, NBD, and yeah. gets back to the important business. Well, well that could be also Wakanda. like in the Civil War, like you know, how how long after that explosion at the uh, that meeting, and then the airport scene mm-hmm. is that like a week later, two weeks, you know, and then so. I think all of these questions are intentionally left unanswered, <laughs> yeah. so that it's not just even a bigger continuity headache for the people yeah, who are trying sure. to write these yeah. things, you know. Yeah. And ultimately, it didn't have that huge impact yeah, on the yeah. plot. Yeah, so. no, it's like you're not, you're not going back and retconning the uh, the Infinity yeah. Gauntlet in, in in the Thor movie, right? You know. Yeah, yeah. Nicole, what was your takeaway? What do you think of the I Black thought, Panther? I thought it was a great movie. It had a lot to talk about. Um, there weren't a lot of things it did badly. Um, the the writing was strong. I thought all the actors did a great job, and they all really gelled well together. Like the soundtrack, obviously, was great. It's one of the things a lot of people talk about. Yeah, and definitely. It did a, a good job talking about some really complex issues that normally aren't handled in a superhero movie. I I think you're you hit it right on. Uh, there's not a lot of of Marvel movies or any superhero movies where. They, they try to address something, and I think they were trying to say something about, you know, us as society, us mm-hmm. as a race, who we decide to help out and who we, who we, who we don't help out and what, what are our reasons for that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, that was pretty powerful. Um, I, I noticed you and, and honestly all of us, because uh, Santa was nice enough to print it all out, was having to, you know, make sure we get some of these uh, pronunciations uh, of some of these names because we know we're going to butcher some of them. Uh, but they definitely did, um, you know, they didn't shy away from the, the fact that, you know, this is this was a story that was meant for, you know, the African-American audience when it, you know, came out into mm-hmm. comic books. And, 
it was definitely, you know, marketed, I think, as that way, too. Sam, did you read any of those comic books? I've, I've read some. They're not, like, uh, they weren't really great. Uh, the, the Black Panther kind of falls in line with some of, like, the, the C and D-list superheroes that, that Marvel's using, like, on the, uh, the Defenders, you know, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. I mean, those guys were, like, bottom... Not bottom theaters, but you know, like C-list. Yeah, bottom tier. Yeah, bottom tier. Mid, mid to bottom. Yeah, and uh, Black Panther, he's like, uh, you know, he's only been around since the, the late '60s, '70s, and around that time, you know, a lot of black exploitation stuff, and so. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. like, I, I think actually, like, if I remember reading somewhere correctly, like the the mention of the Black Panther character. And the Black Panther movement, the party, the, the party yeah. was was almost about the same time, but none of them really had to do with the other. Like nobody, that's, nobody stole the name. Yeah, that's true. But do you know which one came first? Because that's my trivia time question. Trivia time question: Which one All came right. first? You got a fifty-fifty shot, Cameron. I'm gonna guess that the Black Panther Party came first. Black Panther Party came two months after the Black Panther. Comic. Wow, I I just assumed that the Black Black Panther cartoon yeah, they, character was named after the Black Panther Party because they were trying to tap into that civil rights. That would have been a pretty amazing turnaround time. Uh-huh. I, I, I think yeah, Black Panther if it had been that way. Well, yeah, I, I doubt they would have known it. The Black Panther Party actually, like, kind of once they heard of Black Panther the comic, they they kind of like took on some of the the, the comics like yeah. the characteristics. Well, and the it, point is that the Panther actually is like a cultural symbol. Yeah. The, in Af- in a lot of African uh, cultures, so like, there, there was a time. Uh, it, it didn't last very long. Like when Marvel found out the, about the Black Panther Party, they actually changed the name of Black Panther. That's what did they? Do you remember to, what they changed to, it to? To Black, Black Leopard. Leopard. Oh, yeah. so not a thing. <laughs> but a leopard's supposed to have scars. <laughs> it didn't last very long because then, because people were. What about the Black Puma? That yeah. seemed like a yeah. better. Like people yeah. were people were upset about it, so Marvel changed yeah. it back, and then it was like you know. And as I say, the rest is history. Yeah. Uh, Gatsby's Tale is making it onto the podcast. Uh, but yeah, uh, and I feel like, uh, you know, they they did a really good job about explaining the mythology of the Wakandan people yeah. and the five tribes. And each one of them had their own flavor to them that they did, I thought, a really good job about introducing. They all had a certain... Uh, color motif. They had an actual animal motif. There was, you know, the Jabari, the the yeah, the, 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 the fifth tribe that was sort of away. Yeah, it was the gorillas. The gorilla was there. And then the blue one, where what was it? Wakibi. I'm not sure what their symbol was, but they were like. The it was merchants. the rhin- rhinoceros. Okay, that was the rhinoceros. Okay, yeah. So, and then I don't know what the other ones were, but I'm sure they had yeah, they an, an animal theme as, as well too. Um, that was one of the things that struck us most when we were going home after watching it was the the level of world building that they did for Wakanda in this movie was was extraordinary. Like it felt like a real place, mm-hmm. and they they did a much better job with Wakanda than they've done with other places in the Marvel universe, like Asgard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it uh, yeah, Wakanda feels so much more real. Yeah, than, it seems like than Asgard. Ten people did. living in Asgard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Asgard's so e- the people. That's why it was so easy to destroy Asgard. Because, yeah, yeah, and I don't even really maybe even fully understand everything about Asgard and 
that whole thing. Yeah, but like, I feel how like does it work. Yeah, yeah. but I, I feel like I definitely, you know, they they in a quick, you know, two to three minute summation talked about how Wakanda came to be, the importance of the flower, what um, you know, the what what is it, uh vibranium yeah the the rock or the meteorite or whatever mm -hmm. it is and how that's important to everything and then also when they were able to reveal by crowning black panther you know the whole culture that you know this is just this is very cyclical with them mm -hmm. right you know the king gets chosen and then if he dies then the next black panther is sort of kind of voted in one way or the other I also think that the whole beginning scene when they're explaining the mythology of how Wakanda came to be, isn't that um, Killmonger's dad talking to, to baby Killmonger? Is it? I didn't notice that. So it's kind of like Yeah, whose voice is that? I, is think, it, uh... I think that's him. So it's kind of like a subtle introduction to this kid who's separated from his homeland who's asking yeah his... and the next scene is at that project mm -hmm. it's like with him playing basketball you don't realize it's him at that time but it's him playing basketball right. and so it's like a direct you know line from that mm -hmm. opening montage to that know, scene yeah i don't know for sure but i think that's supposed to be him it yeah. would make the most sense that would be a nice touch yeah yeah um yeah the the opening scene though it was a little i i don't know it it flew it kind of confused me. I, I thought maybe I was what we were seeing was the beginning of 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 the Black Panther. You know what? You know uh, T'Challa. Like I thought that was like maybe T'Challa was was the guy that was doing the the bad things in America, and his dad oh, was coming in back. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Or maybe it was just so early that maybe I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, it, so. it, said it was it was nineteen ninety two. So yeah, that was, was your hint. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. was ninety two in Oakland. Otherwise, that would have been another one of those <laughs> continuity errors. But it was a, uh, I mean, uh, around that time was the LA riots mm -hmm. in ninety mm -hmm. two. Uh, oh, yeah. that, it, that's kind of what he was like talking about. Whenever you know, people are people are dying in the streets here. Okay. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Oh wow. Also, I mean, oh, he good. Was good. Smuggler. It's like where is he smuggling those arms to? Who's he giving to? He clearly cares about you know black people and you know their people so he's he's probably trying to facilitate that race riot you know yeah yeah absolutely and and you know that was a definitely in in la and and especially you know the the racial tensions were very very high so i think that was a good way to sort of kind of you know tie it in if this was the beginning of the black panther just like it was the beginning of the black panther in the in the 70s when the, the black boys the what Santa was just yeah, saying earlier, yeah, yeah. so uh, really clever. Um, but as awesome as the men were, I thought uh, Nicole, the women were even more badass. Oh yeah, I mean the 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 most badass part of it was the the royal guard, the Dora yeah. something or other. But um, Dorai or I or Dorai. All right, let's see if we can get it. Who who Denai thinks they got Gurira. it? There we go. Denai Guerrero. No, well, well that's, that's the, the actress. actress name. Yeah, Okoye. Okoye is no. the character. It's Okoye. Okoye is the character, but the uh, I don't. They don't have the. Uh... It's the girl that plays Michonne in The Walking Dead. The name yeah. of the Royal Guard was two two words. Oh, I don't. I didn't catch the name of the Royal Guard. But um, no, they were they were super badass. I kind of wanted to get into a fight afterwards with like a spear. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, Just... so there was Okoye and then Nakia, who had like the rings. Yeah, and she was a like, she, uh, she was a cool spy who would go around and um, look like 
try to catch human smugglers, yeah, maybe. Yeah, right. And that was, they even, the spy ring had a n- n- nickname. They were all war dogs, which uh-huh. was, I, there's there's got to be some sort of co- kind of tie-in about why they chose that name, because war dog kind of is a... I think I've heard that expression used before, but I don't know what, you know, I, I don't know what it means exactly. Okay. And then, uh, then there's my favorite character, who was uh, Shuri, the, the princess, his little sister. T'Challa's 16-year-old sister. Who right. is a super cool, super smart engineer, designs all this cool stuff. You know, super She's the cue to his James Bond. Yeah, super funny. Yeah, if I was a young girl watching this movie, that's who I would yeah. identify with. I want to watch her movie. <laughs> she would, yo, uh-huh. totally. She had a great movie. And then I, I liked it because I was worried. It always had this feel of, which I did like, uh, okay, so... There was almost like that 007 with Q moment yeah. where she's showing them all the new toys and tricks, Absolutely. which was interesting because not every single one of them got like used, I don't think, or maybe they did and they just didn't make that yeah, big, of a, big of a deal out of it. Um, but I was like, okay, well, there is, she's a tech person and then, you know, she may have one sort of kind of moment, but yeah. they not only did they get her in the action, they used technology to do it. So mm-hmm. she was able to pseudo drive, um, uh, the Black Panther through the streets of, well, I think they were in Korea at that time. Yeah, uh, South Korea. Busan, yeah, Busan, Korea, South Korea. Mm-hmm. Which was an awesome way to do a a car chase. I mean, the Black Panther's pretty impressive, but probably not, you know, going to be chasing after a a, a speeding car like maybe Spider Man or, or somebody yeah, else. Yeah, he's got could no way it. to move faster yeah. than the guy running. It was a clever way to solve a problem while still having like a really, I thought, awesome action scene. Yeah. Did you, did you catch the, uh, I guess the meme or, or the vine that talk about his shoes? No. She went. No, I. Was, I what are those? <laughs> you remember that vine from two years ago? Oh, I don't remember that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I didn't even realize that was a reference. Well, to because yeah. the shoes was, was the, the shoes, one that I was yeah. like, they they talked about the the quiet panther shoes. I'm like, okay, it, it was, at some point in time, that's gonna come in a play. It was his, sand, his sandals. He was like, what are those? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I got you. Yes, the sandals. Yeah, that's fine. That was a funny moment. Um, so they kept talking about vibranium, and I'm like, man, man, where, where have I heard that before? And that's Captain American Shield is made out of vibranium, right? It is. So I, I've got to think, and it's a pretty awesome, you know, rock or whatever you want to element. I don't know what exactly it is. You got to think that that's probably coming into play in more, especially the Black Panther's going to be involved because they. My theory have, is that is that they don't really specifically say. It is, but I think it is a, a an infinity gem or stone. And the whole it, thing is. No, it's it's like it it crashed into a mountain, whatever. And it, the it, meteorite. It, it, it's, it's at the heart. It's at the the heart of a mountain, and and then uh, it's it's given off some some juice and the, and then the minerals and the ores and uh, the stuff around the plant life around it is is is. So vibranium is what the infinity stone the, is turning the the earth around into. into. into yeah. Yeah. It's like, would... Yeah. That would explain the little the purple lilies that they used to turn him into, give him the Black Panther strength and everything, which they yeah. never really explained. Well, in the montage, they in the opening montage they say that it affected all of the plants and animals and soil of Wakanda, like it permeated yeah. the area that is Wakanda. But there's other plants and stuff too. So like, why are these lilies so? They're the closest to the. Uh... Um, I maybe mean, they're just they're yeah. good at harvesting that. They're that in, mineral, and they're in total darkness. So they're not—they're not photosynthetic. They're mm-hmm. living off whatever energy they're absorbing mm-hmm. from 
the I mean, ground. You know? the, the right answer is we don't know, but this is all of our speculation, yeah, 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 and we yeah. like to think it makes sense. Yeah, this <laughs> is this is the the canons the canon theory. You know? But I, I do like Santa your theory that there is an infinity stone element to that, just because it's it's come up so many different times, vibranium with with Captain America Shield and everything else. It's with mentioned. That. It's mentioned. I think little different characters have vibranium, this, that, and the other in small quantities. Like I know it's Captain America Shield, but I think Tony Stark has done something with it. Yeah, in right. Applications. Yeah, you probably could go back and there yeah, be multiple mentions of it. Movies, so, yeah. and uh, I, another reason why it might be tying in, I'm pretty sure that the the Infinity Wars trailer had a scene that appeared to be Wakanda. Man, if it's at the heart of the the mining operation in Wakanda, I can see that being like a bad day for Wakanda, like Thanos lands and just like rips the heart out of the mine and the whole city collapses on it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, speaking of other Avengers tie-ins, there was a couple of moments where, man, what, so this is the... 18th, 18th 21st 18th. okay 18th 18th film and this is the last one before Thinning Force right if you want to if you want to include the incredible hulk the, the, the I think one. I think they are including it I mean yeah the the uh the one with uh Noah Edward Norton yeah 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 we'll we'll count that um so there was a couple of people who are like man I I know you but I don't know you for certain so first off they recasted ross right the cia agent or no that cia agent was a different cia agent i think it's not not the guy who he's not the guy who was in the first two avengers movies because that guy got killed no 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 that's the whole different thing but but ross uh everett ross martin freeman he does show up at the end of civil war he like Oh, okay. He, com- he comes in and he talks to uh, whatever the bad guy was. Right. Uh, Klaus, not Klaus, whatever his name is. Man, but you, yeah, it's Claw. Yeah. But you, you, not you, Cla- uh, the other guy, the, the actual bad guy from Civil War, the the one that set the whole thing in motion. He gets interviewed by Martin Freeman at the end of that movie. So. Okay. And I already forget who the main bad guy of Civil War is. What is it's just some German dude who, like, okay. his wife got killed, wife and daughter were killed, so he was getting revenge on. Uh, on the on the other but Avengers. that wasn't Claw, right? No, that was the one Claw, that Killmonger Claw. killed. Uh, Claw, but Claw was, was in like he was a, also in he was in Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron, that's yeah. right. He was like an arms dealer yeah. or something, right? Yeah. All right, we're listening to somebody's uh, somebody's car. So Killmonger <laughs> car. That's great podcasting, by the way. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, so okay, so that was that tie-in Claw with Age of Ultron. See, I thought Ross was the guy that was keeping all the you know he had. Little baseball cards of all the thing. Who was who that, that agent? That was Agent Coulson. Agent Coulson. Yeah. yeah. He was like okay. just in Avengers and he's been on the TV show since then. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But we haven't seen him in any other movies after Avengers. And then, of course, at the end was Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier, where I guess at the end of. Like it was a civil war or some movie? They said, "Well, I, I, I guess it was Black Panther." He says, I, "I know some people that can, you know, help him." And this whole thing with Bucky is, is that his, his sort of brain has been broken from brainwashing, yeah, yeah, brainwashing, brainwashing from and everything mind, like mind control and stuff. And you want him to turn good, but it's just like, how do you turn off? Yeah, the how do you soldier? make him actually be good? And I, I, I even like saw a bunch of theories like like Ant Man was going to go in there into his ear and. 
I don't know, do whatever Ant-Man does to, to, Move to fix it. Move individual neurons around to fix it. I don't think <laughs> Ant-Man had the capability. He was more to, of a shoplifter than anything. Give him an Ant-Man lobotomy. I need to check out the, the trailer again to see if he has an arm in the in the, in the in the Infinity War trailer. Or like what kind of arm does he have? Yeah. Because yeah. it's probably a, 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 now it's a new arm, like a, a Wakandan arm. Right. Mm-hmm. Super you know, cool vibranium. With vibranium, arm? yeah. Was it vibranium before? Because it was definitely super hard. No, it wasn't because it was Russian made. So I don't know. Ah, what okay. Yeah. Well, and then they the at, they were calling him the White <laughs> Wolf, which I heard has some maybe tie into like some other Marvel thing that hmm. I'm not really sure of. But he could change his name. He doesn't want to be the Winter Soldier anymore. Yeah, that's, that's got a bad got a, got a bad rap. Yeah. So, um. Let's talk about the cast for a second. So we talked a little bit about, you know, there was Michonne, who was the, the guard. Uh, I thought um, Michael B. Jordan, uh, Nicole, was, was great as Killmonger. I, I think he, I may have gotten more excited the scenes that he was in than, than anybody else. Do you have any, any thoughts on the cast? Yeah, uh, Michael, uh, the cast was super strong, but I agree with you on Michael B. Jordan. And I think the the most interesting or the strongest scene he was in was uh, when he made it to the kind of made it to the ancestral lands after taking the the lily juice or whatever. But he never quite really makes it there. He's still stuck in his crappy old apartment in L.A. Mm-hmm. You can Oakland. see the, yeah, the African sunset through the windows so, of the crappy apartment in L.A. It's kind of you know, it's, you know, he, he's still Wakandan. He can still see the ancestral lands, but he's not really a part of it. And he never, he knows he's never going to feel like he is because he didn't grow up there. Yeah, that's so great imagery. Um, I, I, I read some interesting stuff comparing Killmonger to Magneto because they're both fairly sympathetic. And, you know, Magneto had to deal with the Nazis and everything. And It's like they're like, you know, like the Magneto, Magneto and Professor X, they were kind of going for the same goal, but like different ways. And so Killmonger and and Black Panther, somewhat the same goal, but in a different. Well, it be, it ends up being kind of the same goal. Okay. Black Panther finally getting you know, t- you know, he realizes okay, maybe we do need to to help our people outside of Wakanda. Right. Okay. So like, for example, Professor X would just be like, hey, we need to be in secret and just kind of slowly. You know, gain the trust of the gain the of, trust so. and move it. And you know, Professor, not Professor X, Magneto is more like, Why should we hide who we are? We, we are who we are, we're, we're in better. fact, we're better. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they both have really sympathetic backstories that make you, you know, feel for them and, and want to root for them, but at the same time, just the way they're trying to do things, just you know, you can't really be on their side. So, you know, they're they're very complex. And I never really thought that Michael Jordan was the you know he wasn't like the all bad bad guy Mm -hmm. right i mean as you said they you know you know black panther's dad t'challa or t'challa t'chaka you know kind of did killmonger wrong he tried to hide a mistake that he made by killing his brother you know uh, killmonger's Mm -hmm. dad and then in order to continue to hide it just abandoned uh, you know, Killmonger uh, uh, on Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not on Earth, but in L.A. Oakland. Where you he know. didn't know, where he didn't... What? Apparently it's Oakland. Oakland? Every time we said L.A. <laughs> but, you you know. need to speak up more, Santa, on that one. Yeah, it's I, Oakland. 
That whole scene where like he saw his dad again and then he became an adult and started crying. It's like, can you have a scene without yeah, Sterling Brown without crying? <laughs> Michael B. Jordan is actually good at crying. I mean, he, he cried a whole bunch in uh, uh, Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I, I, I think another reason why his character is compared to Magneto is because one of the biggest problems with Marvel movies generally is the villain mm-hmm. is a McBad guy villain who wants the super technology to destroy the world or to like have all the money or whatever some like very one-dimensional kind of motivation it's like they don't have time to develop a villain yeah when they're trying to develop the hero but yeah in this movie they 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 went hand in hand yeah his 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 reasons for being upset his his like driving anger is completely legitimate and like one one thing that you know i think could lead people could feel as awkward as if this movie was just like yeah it's a secret country of hyper advanced african people and they don't help anybody they just keep to themselves and it's like well that's kind of messed up why do they do that and instead of shying away from that you know potential criticism somebody could level at that uh plot you know point they make it like the central conflict in the movie because like the villain is like, yeah, why do you guys do this? This is kind of messed up, you know. Mm-hmm. Your people are suffering all over the world, and you should help them. And that final scene where he died, and he just said like, "Bury me at sea," because my ancestors knew that like, you know, death is better than bondage. Like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was that was pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they, they they made a lot of comments about that. There was that one moment where they were just like, you know, what what are you doing here, colonizer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they did not pull hold their uh, punches. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely, uh, or whatever the expression is, screwed that one up. Uh, Angela Bassett played uh, uh, Ramonda, uh, the Black Panther's mom. Yeah, that was a good, Angela good, Bassett's strong great. woman tie-in and all that. She was serviceable. I think. I mean, she didn't really have great that great of a, a part. Yeah, uh, she she was the mom. Yeah, but you needed, you needed a strong mom, and so she was definitely a, a very respectable actor to play his mom. You know, it's it's more like the it, it's the opposite of what you normally want. You normally want you don't want the actor to overshadow the role. In this case, you like want the actor to like give weight to the role because the role is pretty thin. You know. Yeah, and when they've had to do the you know a mother or a father of one of these superhero like you know Thor's dad, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, they've gotten I forget good what his his mom's act. Mom's oh yeah, I forget his mom too, but she so she's also a good actress, right? So is that the, Renee Russo? I think it's Renee Russo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you got it. Uh, but definitely want to have you know st- strong strong act. Uh, Forrest Whitaker as Zuri, who was kind of like the I don't know, like a priest. He, he played or, the same role that he did in a in a Rogue Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I think he used the same kind of voice too. Right? Yeah, yeah, he definitely used the same cop. Maybe he's voice. just getting horse in his old age and it's like not an actor kind of thing it could it's be like, all of my roles have this voice now sorry and he has, he has yeah. to pause no, yeah. after different words yeah you ever seen that the, shocking uh, look in his eye you ever seen ghost dog i think i think that's his yeah voice. yeah i actually haven't seen ghost dog, ghost dog. Mm, yeah but i mean i've he, he was also in god i'm gonna go way back he was in fast times of richmond high and oh, he, wow. yeah he he didn't say much mm-hmm. he didn't have to do much. I think he was like, you know, I think his one line was, you know, don't fuck with my car, or, don't fuck with <laughs> it, or whatever he said. Because he, he, he played a football player who yeah. who just had a hot car, and he never really went to class because he was just going to be a great football player or whatever. Right. I don't know. 
That's a really old movie that I just pulled out of there. <laughs> so uh, music, there was some 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 definitely they were they were pushing the soundtrack because they not only you know had some um, uh, you know one or two contemporary songs, they definitely tried to pull in something a little bit more you know authentic and you know African in on it. I saw that Kendrick Lamar produced. Uh, the soundtrack. Yeah, he, he's like he curated, curated it. He curated the soundtrack, and then the and then some of those songs that were actually in, included on the score. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you heard some of the songs in the movie. Yeah, uh, which is not including like the, the like the 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 number the I guess the single release from the soundtrack was in the casino scene in the movie. The one I think that SZA is is on. Um, that sounds right. And so yeah, it's just like I feel like they're they're really making an effort to make the the soundtrack as good slash as big a deal as the movie itself because like Kendrick Lamar and SZA are like two of the biggest they're names in like right hip hop right now. Sure, absolutely. Or in music in general. Yeah, music in general. Yeah. So, what else? Anybody else have anything to throw in? Um, I'll throw in. Um, you know, we were talking about. You were saying you hope Shuri has. A larger role in the future. She's already on IMDb. She's already got a credit in Infinity War, so she's presumably going to show back up. I just want her to be the next Iron Man. <laughs> I mean, that would, I mean that would be a great. Wouldn't it? Yeah, it would make sense. Who knows? They may have that idea in their back pocket. There, you know? the, there is a young female Iron Man in the mm-hmm. comics. It seems oh, like that sounds weird to say. It seems like if they're smart, they will try and move as far away from Tony Stark as possible whenever um, Robert Downey Jr. leaves that role. Because they don't want people thinking of him. There's going to be a lot. Uh, there's going to be a lot that's going to, you know, a lot's going to change after Infinity this, War, yeah, obviously. And then, so. I mean. Iron Man has to go away. Captain America probably has to go away, right? That's that seems almost definite. Uh, Thor could probably he can change too. I mean, it's it. What Lady Thor? But they can. Well, who knows what? They can the, make a Valkyrie with, movie with it. Yeah, with this Fox deal. Yeah, you know they can start just start focusing on X Men. Yeah, you know, so, yeah, totally. And then uh, yeah, give everybody a nice long break from the yeah, characters. Like, yeah, you don't too much. You don't want to yeah like overkill it with you know like with Spider Man. We've had three different Spider Man in yeah. like fifteen years. Yeah, and I I feel like the, it, they've got a really great Spider Man. They need to play it out over the next five or six years and just yeah, not rush. Yeah, and Those just not don't not need rush to see it every two years. There's just so many characters. There's another one coming out in two. In two yeah. Years. <laughs> of course yeah. There is, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I am sort of interested, and but I am I am all on board of having Black Panther you know start becoming a a bigger thing right yeah no, i mean they're getting they're, they're doing a sequel but i think they don't want to announce too much beyond uh the second because uh, it Avengers will four because it could be spoilers it. or that kind yeah. of thing. and also they don't want to know what they because like if you start like like throwing out scripts out there and then people like you know pick it to death yeah 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 uh, you definitely want this to be i mean this is the build-up after 18 movies you you know this, probably, where, yeah. this is where we see it all come together, and, and and hopefully they like give it a nice long rest, you know. After like, do they have any movies other? They, they, yeah. they, I don't think they're gonna they're gonna keep making movies. They just might keep. Yeah. They're gonna, they the next phase may not necessarily be something to boot up to build up to something. You could just be yeah. like, 
standalone movies. Because, like, after after this uh, Infinity War, uh, there's Ant-Man, and we don't know when that takes place. Uh, it looks like Ant-Man and the Wasp. Right yeah. Captain after Marvel. Civil War. Yeah. Captain Marvel is going to take place in the 80s. That's uh, going to be so cool. When is Captain Marvel coming out? Captain Marvel comes out next year. Okay. Uh, I don't know, before or after uh, the next uh, Avengers. Uh, Avengers 4. Uh, Avengers yeah. 4 is n- uh, May 4th, uh, 2019. Wow. We got a... And Avengers 4 has nothing to do with Infinity War? We don't know. Okay. Yeah, I think they, they said that the, the original plan was that Infinity War was going to be two parts, and then they were like, well, maybe not. So I would hope I, they would wrap up the Infinity War. I, I, think, I think spoilers or the probably. Infinity they, they didn't want to... They because they, they have shot uh, Avengers 4. They shot it like concurrently. Wow. Right. So, because, so because the actors are... Oh, yeah, yeah like, they dying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, uh, this could... Uh, the, uh, Avengers 4 could be the second part of Infinity War. They just don't want to say anything because, you know, spoilers. Right, right. yeah, yeah. Um, do you, so here's a little piece of trivia. Do you know what other uh, well-known role uh, Lupatia Nyong'o, who played Nakia, what, what other sh- pretty major blockbuster she was in? She was in Star Wars. Yeah, do you know as who? The, the little Mars alien. Yeah, yeah. Mars I did not know that until I read her IMDb. Yeah. Page, she looks a lot different in Star Wars. Yeah, she, <laughs> she does. That makeup is really good in Star Wars. Right. Yeah. And what else had she had been in? Lupita Nyong. She was in um, Twelve Years a Slave. There, she was in Twelve Years a Slave, you know. and she was also in the movie about uh, the the girl who became a chess master. I can't remember the name of that movie. Mm. Um, but yeah, she was in that movie as well. I heard. Uh, isn't I think Letitia Wright who plays Cherry. I think she's supposed to be in Ready Player One. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and she's apparently in a Black Mirror episode. I haven't seen that one yet, but um, they pulled out all the all the stops uh, with with who they cast. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya as Wakabi, yeah. T'Challa's best friend. Yeah, yeah. Michael B. Jordan is a really big deal too, as we've already talked about him. Creed, and he's in Creed Two. Have you heard about Creed Two? No. Oh my God! So you remember, or you may not remember, Rocky Four. Where he he fought the Russian, uh huh, because the Russian killed Apollo Creed in the ring. Oh, really? Okay. So, guess who Creed is fighting in the next Creed movie? Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren's son, son character okay. son. <laughs> okay. Yes. Good. Hey, keep it going. Yeah. Bring back the Cold War. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It would be great if the, the boxing match had vote rigging as a plot. Yeah, line. I was about to say, the social media aspect of yeah. this is, is, is Russian should be bots awesome. build a fan movement yeah. against Creed. Yeah. You can come in and, like, riding shirtless on a horse. Yes. Yeah. yeah. With a giant bear tattoo. They, and they have to get some guy that's like a Putin-like character in, in, yeah. in there as well. Mm-hmm. You've got to. Uh, and I think they are having Dolph Lundgren in it, so... Speaking of, of being bringing back old rivalries while, while we're still on this page, and then we'll, we'll try to wrap up a little bit. But uh, did you uh, did you see there the 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 Cobra Kai uh, Karate Kid thing? I saw some little thing of it. Is Have it... you seen it, Santa? Were you a fan of Karate Kid growing yeah. up? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, who was it? I wasn't. Yeah, you you yeah you were way before your time. Um, so, uh, YouTube is doing a TV series, it's Cobra Kai, and it's, it's Johnny, the, the bad guy from, from the movies, uh-huh. who, who comes back to restart the Cobra Kai school. Oh, 
And so, is uh, Danielson... Danielson, Ralph Macchio. Is, it's all the original actors. Wow. I think it's supposed to be really tongue-in-cheek, though. It's not supposed to be, like, serious. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. But they, they had a trailer on it. It was... It was uh, it was interesting. Let's just say that. So another great thing to look forward to. Um, Nicole, did you have anything else, Santa? No. Um, it's kind of like a, with this movie. It, it, it uh, I mean, none of us are, I guess, African American. So right, it's true. You know, we can't really hit on or like really expound on some of the, like like what it means. This movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yeah, I definitely felt really white being in the movie sure. theater, and the theater that we were at, they, it was uh, Meharry College, which is a traditionally a, a, a African American, yeah, HBCU, and they had a, like alumni event there, and they were definitely promoting it. And I think actually across the nation, there was a lot of you know, yeah, there's been like all African American black organizations that buy tickets for kids who can't afford for black kids who can't afford to see the movie to make sure like they see this like, you know, representation of them and their culture as like a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we can, we kind of can't speak to the impact that that would have, I guess. But But, I, I I do think it, you know, if you look back at all the superhero movies that we've seen, there haven't been a lot of, uh, of black people. No, I mean, has them. So the I think the one exception is uh, it's not Hawkeye. Who's the guy with Falcon? Falcon. Falcon, Falcon is yeah. the only other black character I can think of. In yep, the, and he really he's plays a, second fiddle he's to a Captain. Yeah, he's a sidekick. Yeah. Well, and then then Don Cheadle as uh, oh, War, War Machine. War Machine. Yeah. Also sidekick. Yeah. Also, yeah, Tony Stark sidekick. Yeah. Right. So this is definitely you know strong, serious mm-hmm. influencer can make changes. Um, you're talking about, you know, Santa, the Infinity War and what they're going to do for the next series. Do you think it would be better or worse to not, what would be better to come up with a new kind of theme for the next set of movies? Because the previous 18 movies, at some point in time, they were trying to interweave the Infinity Stones. Yeah, or build up to would it be better just to, to leave that? I think? think I think it would be better to at least for for a while the next like next couple of movies just to have it separate you know they, you, you don't need to have everything be connected mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we're, we're kind of seeing what the next movie is go, going uh, after Infinity War Captain Marvel we mentioned taking place in the 80s uh, Black Panther 2 probably would be you know right after right after Infinity War but the, but like not necessarily because they're probably going to have to deal with stuff like if if what I think is true, then they're gonna lose the vibranium because yeah. that's what you know, right. the the soul gem, you know. So it's like, uh, um, but then, and then well, that's okay because now that they've merged with Fox, they'll get adamantium. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, just so yeah, it's like that. Uh, like they don't. Uh, the Guardians Three is you know that you know who knows what that's gonna be about, but uh, from the comics, the Guardians of the Galaxy, the reason the Guardians of the Galaxy is because they each have a soul, uh, an affinity gem. Right. So, I mean, that that could just be their their thing in the third one. And then, uh, you know, yeah, the whole X-Men deal, the Fox deal, you know. I, I, I don't think they're going to bring in Fantastic Four because just let them die. It's ready. Up too bad, yeah. yeah. They're going to have to do something. Yeah. Fantastic. The, the, the thing would, they probably don't want to because then because of the Incredibles. You know, that, yeah, uh, the Disney property. Like, so you know, they did a better two, job. Two with things: it I think they could do the Fantastic Four, but I think they have to 
find a way to do if they could find a way to do each one of them individually and then have them come together that I thought that, that would be kind of neat Santa uh, says no I think so, they should go a different route and start with the Silver Surfer and Galactus because I think that's actually a way more interesting character and it's like very different than you know a team of people on new on earth living in new york with superpowers you know and then you can bring the fantastic four in maybe from there or something mm. well i i to follow up on Santa's point i i'm okay with them not necessarily having a central theme and trying to do something independent but i didn't realize the first marvel movies were building towards this affinity war uh at the, at the get go, yeah, and then eventually, I guess either they talked about it enough or it got revealed. I, I I think having that theme helps interweave the story. It kind of puts a roadmap for the, what we can do with all the other stories. So maybe they can do it without that. But then if we 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 see this new wave of Marvel movies and it just seems to be just kind of all over the place and it doesn't seem like it all kind of intertwines, which is what I love about all the. The, the previous 18 movies, then I, I, I think we could say, well, you, you needed something to, to thematically to bring it all Maybe together. Maybe you could have them interlink with like little details that are shared among multiple movies without them overtly pointing to one very like explicit goal, like the Infinity War They movie. have like a, they, I think they've built in a, uh, Marvel's built in a capital where they can throw out a character and then just, and then if they write good stories and have uh they that that character alone could could carry like a trilogy uh these movies like people didn't really know the, the you know how captain america or thor or an iron man could and then and then once those did well then okay we'll throw an ant-man in there and then you know black panther and then uh, other movies like the volunteer guys. We don't necessarily have to to uh, uh, to know it. I won't say like they because of the 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 if you, you know the the overarching that that's what you know we, we want to watch these movies because we want to see how they connect. Mm-hmm. And but I think you know going forward, I mean, it's like they we know Marvel can make good movies, right? So we don't we don't think they necessarily solidly have to, make yeah, good movies. Yeah, I don't think they have to necessarily have a a connecting storyline. For us to go watch their movies as long as they they put out a good trailer and, and yeah you know, and what i find myself wanting more is not like bigger action scenes with more superheroes like that are like taking it to the nth level i like am more interested in like you know the thing we talked about a lot is how good the villain is in this movie michael b jordan like just take the time to make like the villain as compelling as the hero and like give the conflict real world meat to it you know actually make it about something like this the civil rights issues and that struggle raised in black panther you know because you know make it more about what's going on in the real world have it be you know relevant because not everything has to be universe uh frightening yeah i mean like that's why jessica jones was so great too like when Mm -hmm. they when they try to tie it into modern day the, yeah, they they Marvel did did good for the for, for the most part on the on the Netflix stuff. Uh, the Defenders was really bad, apparently. Uh, I haven't, we never, never saw watched Iron it. Fist. I only watched one episode, and I couldn't get through. Iron Fist could have been two episodes long. Iron yeah. Fist is the most boring ass yeah. show I've ever watched. But 
it's crazy if, if the Jessica Jones had come out like this year, like think of how big an impact it would have in the, the middle movie. of the Me Too movement. You know, like that that was like season two should be out this yeah. this year at some mm-hmm. point. So ready to do our our reviews. Mm-hmm. Start with you, Nicole. Uh, scale one to five is usually I think what we do, but you're yeah. always free free to make <laughs> your own rating. I'm gonna give it I think like a four point seven five. It was mm. a really strong movie. There were no weak spots. Probably the only things that weren't super strong were I didn't like Martin Freeman's American accent. Okay. That's legit. That's that's fair. Um, I also like the the normal fight scenes were great, like in the casino and um, when they were fighting by the waterfall. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the CGI kite, yeah. uh, fight scenes so much, like when they're both in Black Panther suits. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, the CG wasn't very strong. Yeah, yeah. The, so the CG wasn't great, but it, you know everything else was. So it definitely deserves a high score. Mm. Santa, I'm going to give it a, a four point two five. Four point two five. So the, just just a half point. Yeah, he's the harshest critic here. <laughs> he is. He is. He's got high standards. Uh, any other comment? You're just saying. She kind of it's, uh, yeah the CG and then uh, I thought some of the uh, early pacing with uh, did, it did take a minute to get into it, uh, but once they got going, then uh, it, it it got going. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, Cameron. Uh, I'll give it a 4.3, okay. and I would say at least a point of that is specifically due to Michael B. Jordan, the character and the actor, because um, I agree with you know Nicole and Sam's comments. You know the CGI wasn't that great. I think one of the things that was lacking about it is for the for most of the movie it was you know quote unquote just a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been an even stronger movie if they had focused even more heavily on the significance of, you know, the dilemma, Wakanda does not help the world because they're trying to not be overrun by the world and preserve their culture, but by doing that, are they complicit in the suffering of black people around the world? Like, that was, like, the most interesting dynamic in the movie to me, and if they had made that even more central to the plot, I think that would have made it even better. So, good movie, not you know, the most, not completely perfect, so 4.3. Right. Uh, So, I liked Nicole's choice, the 4.75. I wish I could have come up with that, but I'm going to stick with my just 4.5, just because I I, I do think it's it's almost a perfect movie. Um, I thought the pacing was really well. It was two hours, but went by just very quickly. They did a really good job story building. They did a really good job uh, character building. Uh, I, I, I actually, you know, was, even though I thought he was the great, the Black Panther character, it was just amazing that almost all the other characters were, 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 were even in some cases stronger than him, um, and character development and, and performance and everything else. And so that's always kind of strange when, you know, your, your main protagonist is sort of outshined by other people but but still that that's fine i'm ready to see black panther 2 as well or see him in infinity wars um i do think it's a fair statement to make about the cgi i i think i think they always run into trouble though cgi is really tough when there's a lot of light um i think yeah light's always the toughest thing when it comes to that sort of thing and the more cgi the harder it is because like you you need some real physical objects to move 
the way they really do in the real world and then make your CGI, you know, based off of that rather than, yeah. you know, people jumping onto the roofs of cars. It's just hard for that one scene because they were fighting on the train tracks and, like, mm-hmm. the train was really obviously yeah. CGI and they were wearing the little CGI Black Panther suits. It yeah, had a little bit. Black Panther suit. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, they kind of had a come up with something yeah but but and and then they they were tying into that theme of well we gotta we gotta take away the vibranium that's the whole train thing is that it it neutralizes the vibranium so um but yeah the character and story is the less the cgi matters so right yeah and i i think just the elements they did with making the vibranium almost like this little you know sand particles that can then get formed and do everything i i, I thought that was very well done very convincing and mm-hmm. and it, it had me believing that there was a wakanda which i think was yeah. was was key to to keeping that film you know um grounded so well really really highly rated um so uh we will be covering at some point in time, obviously Infinity Wars. Uh, I think we had discussed about doing some sort of either a movie bracket or just try to like talk about what we think is the top five Marvel movies and the top um, or the bottom five mm-hmm. uh, movies as well, just for for for, for fun. But uh, Santa definitely has his list that he has that he makes every year for. Um, for movie watching, I'm pulling it up right now as I'm. We got Ready Player One coming up at the end of March, and we also have a. Ri- Maybe I'm the only one here interested in this, but we got a Wrinkle in Time coming mm-hmm. up too. I want to see that. I may not go see it in theaters just because I have to pick my my in theater movies pretty strategically. So, like, definitely got to make time for Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would kind of like to see Annihilation in theaters, although since it's produced by Netflix, I think we won't have, if we don't see it in theaters, I'm not mm-hmm. sure we'll have to wait very long before it becomes on Netflix. If you if you can you can fake it, uh, it'll be available 17 days after release uh, internationally. Yeah, yeah, because it's not even being in theaters <laughs> in the UK. It's only yeah. streamed on Netflix, which is a weird choice they made, but, you know, that's that, another story. That doesn't bode well for the movie. Yeah. No, it doesn't. But, you know... Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I think that director is a good director, so I hope the issue is that they don't trust their audience and they don't trust the director. Not that it's an obviously flawed movie that they're just trying to push out there. So fingers crossed. Yeah, we are going to be working overtime for certain because yeah. movie season is picking up. Lots of great movies. Wrinkle of Time definitely, I think, is 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 the top contender. I would I I want to see a podcast that more than the new Tomb, Ra- Tomb Raider reboot they're doing. <laughs> I will not be seeing that one. Yeah, <laughs> or I don't know if I can handle Pacific Uprising, but are you going to go see the new Annihilation? We talked about doing that too, but I, I don't know if we can fit in time. If the everything. reviews are terrible, then I won't go see yeah. Annihilation. I'm definitely going to watch it. So maybe if, is, is this week. What's that? It comes out this Friday. Yeah, so... I mean, definitely, definitely... Might not see it opening weekend. Right. Yeah, might not see it opening weekend. Definitely doing Red Player One, and yeah, then really I, I'm just Player looking at the list, and man, May, Infinity War, Deadpool 2, and Solo. Just bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Get ready. That's going to be hard for me to pull off. Well, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in to uh, Two Guys, My Girl Santa. Follow us on at Guy Girl Santa. Uh, we will see you next time. I can see it in your eyes, because they never tell me lies. I can feel that body shake and the heat between your legs.